Hello and welcome to the North American Guitars Talking Guitar podcast. I'm your host Ben and in today's session we catch up with the truly remarkable Rory Dowling of Taran Guitars. Rory and I had a wonderful conversation speaking about everything from the effect of COVID-19 on Taran Guitars, his beautiful workshop, um, the young player bursary uh, that he has uh, currently running at the moment and of course wouldn't be a conversation without gorgeous instruments that were on their way to the North American guitar. We've got two um, spec instruments that are coming from Rory this year, and we are so excited to receive them. Anyway, we hope you enjoy this podcast. It was so much fun to do. And uh, if you've got any questions or want any more information on Taran guitars, then please don't hesitate to get in touch. Rory, mate, thank you so much for stopping into the Talking Guitar podcast with Taran guitars. I have to do that little intro just because otherwise people just think it's two people having a chat <laughs> in the pub. Um, how, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, man. I'm good. I'm very good. It's very hot up here, but the, yeah, it's beautiful. Amazing. So can't complain at all. You're looking, you're looking very well. You're looking like you, uh, you're looking very healthy. Wow, that's, that's good. That's, that's very good. It's a bit of a surprise. I haven't been out of the workshop for weeks, so yeah, that's good. <laughs> Uh, it, it, just tell me, where are you right now in the workshop? You look like you're in your, uh, you've got a lot of wood inventory behind you. Yeah, so I'm in uh, the, um, well, our showroom, uh, but is, well, basically our office come uh, showroom come wood storage place. And uh, yeah, all the wood behind me. Loads of, loads, loads of wood behind me. Oh my God, yeah, that you see is wood everywhere. You see. Whoa, look at that, that's beautiful. That's, that's what yeah. you want to see. Um, oh. Actually, before we dive in, just tell me, because you, you had a new, um, you tell me you just got a new batch of some very beautiful new wood that just arrived, is that right? Yeah, I've got, well, there's been, I've had a lot of stuff arriving recently, actually. Things that have been out on, yeah, basically due for delivery. So yeah, loads of uh, loads of redwood, loads of Adirondack, uh, loads of uh, what else? Uh, African? No, well, yeah, some African blackwood. Well, Scott, loads. Of, I mean, loads of stuff. Santos rosewood. Um, I've got new. Well, very old Indian rosewood that's arrived. What else have we got? Uh, Malaysian blackwood, Clara walnut. Is that, yeah. and, and you, you said that they were delayed. Is that, has that been because, um, have you found that there's been any shipment delays because of the COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, I think there's been a lot of big changes since the 1st of May in terms of custom things and um, oh. things that kind of been held up. Um, with all that kind of thing, I mean, it's obviously Brexit and the new EORI stuff of like importing materials from outside the EU, um, which we are now, so everywhere. and. Uh, so yeah, it's just I think it's going to become uh, more arduous on the paperwork side of things. But you know, the materials out there, we just got to do the put the legwork in to get it. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I guess that um, it'll just make for a finer guitar because you'll be that much happier to have got the wood in your hands. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Open onto the woods. So um, and do you have a do you have a favourite I can't remember starting off with this, but do you have a favourite combination for for, for, it, for a back and sides top? 
so I totally did until this year. So my favorite was always like Indian, uh, not Indian, a rosewood of some kind, uh, and then a Swiss spruce or so you know German or Italian uh, spruce top. But we've done a few guitars this year that have completely melted our brains, uh, <laughs> kind of changed everything. Um, so it's interesting work. I suppose. What were they? What 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 were they? That so we mind? built a guitar in Clara Walnut and Curly Sinker Redwood. Now I've used Redwood before, but I've never used Sinker Redwood, and literally it was, it it just sounded f phenomenal, different, just like really really different, full and earthy, but not not shrouded, not not shrouded like you would kind of expect from a from a Walnut guitar. It was really just you could chew it you could <laughs> you know it was just tone it was all tone um and and yeah so it just that's really changed things and then we built another one um some well it's still here but um it's uh clara walnut and uh tunnel 13 redwood oh nice I mean, the Tunnel Redwood is just like the Tunnel 13 story. It's, it's just amazing. It's such tight grain to it. Um, and it's really, really stiff for what it is. And the power that this guitar has got, it's an Oroval, the power that it's got, I, I mean, I strung it up and I was like, oh, yeah, brain melted. I mean, it is, it, it completely contradicts everything I thought about uh, Redwood or Cedar kind of softer topped wood on top of walnut. It just blew it out of the water completely. So I suppose uh, favorite co wood combos. You don't have one, there's just, there's just so many. <laughs> I love it. Redwood is coming, it's really popping up all over, like as in a, very, like a popular combination this this year it seemed. I don't know, well, obviously we've had loads of red guitars come through the doors here at Teenage, but in particular there, I've got, I've got a lot of uh, redwood instruments that are in build at the moment. I was literally just before we jumped on, I was listening back to the podcast that I did with Chris Jenkins from Lame Horse. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, we've got a saddle pal, um, which is Koa back and sides and a redwood top. Wow. And um, that's going to be, yeah, that kind of blend that's between, which is kind of similar. It's about, in a way, I guess it, that. A walnut and redwood will have a few similar characteristics to koa and redwood. There'll be a lot yeah. of that like crispiness from the koa and the walnut, but the, the mellowness to the from the redwood. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's like it's interesting because it's like if you treat it, if you were to treat it in the way as a builder as spruce, you could go really horribly wrong. And I think that's why it's so. Uh, it's such a great wood because you have to think about it in a different way so the outcome is different you know and I think that's well it's the, like one of the fundamental joys of guitar making you know so yeah I, I think phenomenal wood phenomenal wood you've got I can only imagine right you've got a roadmap of where you think from previous experiences of building certain models in certain specs and thinking well I know sonically that's going to go here but it must be, and again, a reoccurring theme when talking to all, all you phenomenal people, you luthiers, um, that sometimes it just it just surprises you. A guitar can, out of nowhere, you can 
when you string it up and you finish it, you're like, I just did not imagine that it was going to sound like this. Totally. And that must be such an amazing feeling. Because uh, yeah. it, 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 I guess and you in particular as a luthier, you, you, you're always evolving, aren't you? You're always evolving your process. Trying to, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, I, I kind of look back on, you know, I look back on work that I did 12 years ago, 10 years ago. In fact, interestingly, I had a guy uh, who's bought a second hand, one of mine, uh, left-handed. I built it eight years ago, and we were talking about it. And you you look at what has changed over that time. And I said to him, you know, <clears throat> it was really interesting. I was like, you know, the guitar has developed. You know, my building styles changed. The construction's changed. That everything has changed. But fundamentally, that the opinion that went into making that guitar eight years ago is still my opinion now, but it's just a much more advanced opinion. So they sound like my guitars, but they're totally different, if that makes any kind of sense at all. You know, I love that. I, that's, you know, I, I think that, that is, it, basically, that's what is the core of... Um, being a luthier is you have your, it doesn't matter whether you're at the start of your career or at the sort of tail end of your career, the, the person is still the same and that's running through every instrument and you can hear it. That's the amazing thing is you can actually hear it. Oh, it doesn't okay. matter if you've completely changed direction on all building techniques, yeah. you can still hear that voice, um, yeah. which, is, which is amazing. And I think for us, obviously we've worked together for a, about a year and a half now and um it's just a, it's been a true joy to see instruments i mean it's been annoying because they haven't hung around for long enough because i'd actually <laughs> i'd sure like to have played them a little bit <laughs> but, um, just to see just to see um how the guitars have come in and gone straight out and custom orders but also that now you're getting a load of attention over from the states. Like the last two, three, we last two, three orders have gone uh, outside of the EU and gone yeah. one gone to Singapore and two are going to America. Um, how does that? How does that feel for you? And are you always? Are you? Because I know that we've had two orders, so it's a very long-winded question. And I always end up doing this because <laughs> you've had um, two instruments that were demoed via us and and two customers have gone that's blown my mind can you make that guitar yeah do you then go oh that's great i've really got it a nail or do you think oh i kind of wish they'd let me do this do you know what i mean i kind of i suppose this is the that's the the thing with the the ds is the dialing signature they are they allow me that freedom to to move but i think for the you know for the customers that have played something and then ordered something identical which has happened as you say twice that's brilliant because that gives me the opportunity to rerun that guitar to go right okay what was it about that that made that that's you know and i think consistency is well massively important and you've got to you've got to be able to go i want this i know how to achieve this in the same way you have to go uh, i want to do something totally different you know and i suppose for me having those orders um yeah it's really solidified that in it, in it which is fantastic you know it's absolutely fantastic so yeah long yeah long may that continue definitely and i think with your point of going across to you know, out with Europe. Uh, I mean, that's just, 
absolutely incredible and it's all honor for these you know for the instruments to be going and to be received in the way they they are yeah. um, they're not they're not my the way i build is not kind of standard and to go across to america and to be uh, received like that is is amazing because it makes me feel it's like okay great they are there is work there is this is good <laughs> you know? well, we 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 had um uh, we have a customer uh, who's, who's heard the, the, the Stuart Ryan demo that we put out and he's, it was so funny, we were chatting back and forth and he said to me, I became obsessed. He goes, I, became, I just became obsessed with Aaron guitars. He goes, I just, he goes, I could not stop listening to every recording I could get my hands on. And, um, and, he, and he, it wasn't even like he was out searching. It's just like he felt it came through uh, YouTube, he uh, found it and then he just uh, became obsessed and was just like, I've got to get that guitar. And wow, that for me is like, oh, that's great because that's kind of what you want. You want it to be, you know, you're, you're throwing stuff out there so that, you know, high quality um, audio and phenomenal playing um, and phenomenal craftsmanship. And, and when someone comes in from that, from that kind of angle, it's, oh, that's great. It's a new, totally new experience, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think, yeah, the, yeah, the platform that you create, well, it's just phenomenal. It's absolutely amazing. And I, I, I suppose I, well, it's one of the reasons why I love working with you guys, you know, all of you, because you... You, you only work with, with Annie. You only work with us because of Annie. That's the only reason why. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> no, I, mean, uh, I think yeah what you put out uh, I couldn't I couldn't imagine being able to even comprehend putting out if that makes any sense it's like yeah so thank you thank you very much oh mate no like I, I, I would say this we are just nothing compared to, to what you guys uh, do and I, I honestly I eventually I would love to do a luthier Course. I'd love to. I'd love to learn how to actually build an instrument because I, my wife will tell you, I am dreadful at DIY. But I mean, I'd love to have a crack at it. Yeah, just one time, just one time. Yeah. Um, to, to just talking about, you mentioned about the DS models. So I know that we have a few spec guitar, and that's a, a thing that I love. The fact that we 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 are able to get in um, your spec instruments, and and they are your. That's where you really have sort of creative control, isn't it? And you, and you just go off and say, I'm going to experiment. I'm going to try uh, whether it's a tone wood or whether it's an ergonomic design. Or... Yeah. Is there anything that you um, have got in mind at the moment for what you think you might do for us with those guitars? Or is it going to be totally when you start? No, no, I've got, there's, I mean, obviously we've got two in instruments. There's two kind of way, two avenues, ways to look at it. Um, interesting how you mentioned about revisiting, you know, and what that experience is like. And I, I think one of the instruments that I really, really, I just have to build is another one of these, of the Oribals in Clara Walnut and uh, Tunnel 13. And the reason for that, I want to do it because I want a better understanding of what's going on so that I can do that again and again and again, because that guitar has ultimately changed now again, the way that I think about things in terms of bracing and tuning, voice and tops, how the backs are, we're, we're really, really dialing down how to tune, get 
the back's tuned up in relation to the tops, which were the compression braces, you know, that's a whole new kind of set of development and was always going to be on the cars, but really, really dialing that down now. So I think that's definitely one of them. Um, I've got... I kinda, and the Eurovel, that's, that's, that is, that's your... That's your your bigger. That's like a what do you say? An SJ or a jumbo? Not no, a jumbo. Yeah, it is effectively a jumbo. I mean, we're four ten on the lower bike, so we're kind of up at sixteen something. Oh wow! So it's it's a big instrument, but again, because it's got the arch back and it's got, um, yeah, the the ergonomics is very are very very comfortable. And even I've you know I've got a client, a small quite small guy. Won't mind me saying that again, but and he. <laughs> Gone for is is this this the the shape of the instrument has enabled him to to take a bigger instrument, which is exactly what he wanted, but never could because he always felt they were too cumbersome. So in terms of terms of uh, yeah, the ergonomics of it is still a very comfortable guitar, um, but it is uh, a cannon. I mean, I, the, I was going to say I can only imagine yeah. how that thing will be. It's pretty, yeah, I, yeah, I'm really, really pleased with the way it's gone. We've done one uh, this year in African Blackwood and uh, Bear Claw uh, Swiss Spruce, and that was, oh. it was a, yeah, I, that was one of the instruments that left that I was, I was like, I really could just take this home with me and, and have forever. And that's like, that's new. I've never, I, like I sat down with that guitar and I played things that I haven't played for years. Oh, I love that. Bang, and I was like, oh my God, like I really connected with it. Oh, I love that. So, you know, I think that that model is, yeah, that, that's what I'd really like to do for you at the end. That's of the great. And, and also, I mean, just a personal purpose, I am a big fan of jumbo. I do like a big low about, big volume, full yeah. sounding. Um, so I can imagine that that would be pretty special. And you're going to go for Clara Walnut, you think? I think so. Yeah, I, th I think so. I kind of. I'm just trying to narrow you down so I can figure out the specs. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think so. I think that's where I'm going to go with it. I'm. I'm kind of 99% sure. And I think for the other one, there's uh, there's an instrument that I'd like to look at again. Um, and again, it was one that was ordered through you guys um, off uh, the back of the first two coming out. And uh, what David wanted was a, he wanted a shorter uh, scale on his fan fret on the Taran. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that, that, that's very subtle five mil change. Uh, it really influenced the guitar. Um, in terms of its, um, its kind of like the warmth across it all, um, and I, I just it's always stuck in my head that guitar, and um, so I'm kind of considering maybe another Taran, but maybe thinking about uh, using some kind of more traditional woods uh, and basically seeing, yeah, just looking at kind of more traditional woods and and going from there basically so that's that's the other kind of option it, i just i it's such a i mean don't get me wrong a, one of the biggest joys that we get here um at teenag is working with a customer and specking out a guitar from the ground up and that that's that's we love that we love that process yeah. uh, but giving luthiers that total you know creative freedom and just say, um, 
this is what we like, this is what we play, this is what we know the customers, feedback we have from customers, but what would you like to do um, is, is also, and it's also a little bit like Christmas when they arrive, because there's no expectation, you know, there's no preconceived expectation. It's just, yeah. I wonder what this is going to feel like and what it's going to sound like. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and so with, um, would you ever sort of go out on a, on a limb and try and, have you, first of all, have you ever built in the tree? Have you ever built in the tree? I haven't, no, I haven't actually. Um, I would definitely be interested in, in, in working with that. I think there's, I've kind of always steered away from mahoganies. Um, not for any particular reason. It, it just, I say I steered away. I haven't steered away at all. I just haven't had orders for them. People haven't asked for them. And I think the reason for that is that my instruments are kind of known for their separation and they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're quite direct focused instruments uh, when, they, when they want to be. Um, so, you know, the mahogany doesn't really, uh, it, it kind of doesn't fall into that kind of, kind of zone. Um, but I think now that work, like working with walnuts and stuff, that's quite new for me. Uh, working with Tasmanian Blackwood, that's quite new. And you're like, okay, cool. Now we're starting to see lots more, lots of lots more kind of tonal things going on. So when you think of the tree, you're like, that's that would be amazing. That'd be incredible. And I think what would be interesting with it would be to see how it responded to the the, the construction that we're using, yeah. so the compression braces and all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, short, long, short answer. I'd love to. <laughs> uh, that, that's going to get the brain cooking now, isn't it? Um, <laughs> do, do you get many people contacting you about the compression bracing? Do you get do you get a lot of inquiries about it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of um, when I first started doing them, yeah, literally loads. I mean, I got to the point I was just like, we have to write a blog on this because <laughs> you know, people, you know, people want to know. So, and it, yeah, it gets a lot of views. And I think it's, it's like it's, we've spoken about before, better or worse, it's not better or worse, it's just different, it's just different. I mean, they, there is a, a life that they bring to the instrument. Um, so over the ladder bracing, um, you know, I, I really enjoy hearing that and I enjoy feeling that because it is a physical thing. I mean, the guitar is alive in your hands. Um, and the, um, yeah, so they're kind of, well, for me, they, they, they brought my instruments to life. I suppose that's that's kind of. It's, it's, an, it's an amazing time, isn't it? And that's one of one of the things that I love about this kind of era of guitar building that we're in, where you see some, especially through social media, you see so many different techniques being implemented and shared, and and it, and it is so lovely that there is no such thing as this is mine. I'm not going to show anybody. It's that everybody's just open about everything and showing yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and people aren't afraid to, to, to go out and expose it. Like even in talking with Tom the other day, Tom Sands, you know, he was talking about we had a, a guitar built for a customer of ours called James. And it was uh, African black with back and sides and a Koa top. And, he, and Tom, like everything, everything in him was like, that should not work. <laughs> I know, and, 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 and the, and the yeah. customer, James, was like, just go for it. 
and it just ended up being incredible. But it yeah. was, you know, that would, that, that's kind of great, isn't it? That's kind of amazing. Yeah. That's what people can, are doing and experimenting and hearing these sounds of these guitars that are coming out and this traditional approach has just evolved. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. It's not about the, you know, it's not about the new builds against the traditional build. I mean, God, I hark back on so many traditional aspects of oh, the build. Of you know? And you're like, and then, but all of those combined with the new stuff, it just makes for a guitar that, well, has the longevity of the instruments that we're all building. It has a tonal, I mean, like landscape beyond anything, you know, and you're, it's just, yeah, it's what it's all about. It like so it's just about the whole thing growing and the whole thing becoming, yeah, forward looking. So, and I think yeah. it very much is it. Yeah, and 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 so um, I know you've you've mentioned this um, before in the last sort of I can't believe it was about a year ago. We actually had. I know. Um, I know. It's amazing how quickly it's just flown by. Um, but how have you? Um, what's the reaction been since building the instrument for Martin? Have you had many people come on and try to order exact Martin's? Yeah, I've, I've got. Yeah, yeah. Basically, looking at the order wall at the minute. Yeah, no, there are a lot. Of people now a wall, Roy. It was just a bit. Of, it was. It's now a wall. <laughs> Yeah, full wall. That's, that's, that's that's her organisation. That's very good. <laughs> um, no, I think there are there's there are good few clients on there that have ordered the same. The problem is Martin's ordered another one, and we're just we're literally just about to start it. I've got a meeting with him later on today, and it's kind of uh, because of everything that's changed. He had the first one with the compression braces, still has the first one with the compression braces that I made with Annie. Um, and you're like, it's just changed so much now, you know? And, and you're like, he is just excited to get a new one, to see what's changed, to be, you know? And, 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 and I get, and it's that thing, it's not like, you know, it's not like the one he's got at the moment, this new one will be better. It's just different. It's just like, you know, so he's got bits like, oh, I just want a little bit more of that. I want a bit less of this. I want this to feel like that, you know, and, and that's that's the joy of it, you know, that's the joy. Uh, and, and does he does, uh, does he push you that, in, in that way? Like, I want to just get a little bit more here, or, or, or um, is it, is it a feel thing? Is it a tone thing, a playability thing, ergonomic? Like, what, what sort of directions do you get? I mean, I suppose, like, it's all, like, we, I don't know, we don't, we don't discuss kind of tone, we just, I listen mainly, and I go, oh, I kind of feel he's lacking that, and I say, oh, do you feel like it could do with a bit more spit, or, you know, does at the top of those trebles, maybe a little bit shrill, and he's like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> or, or, no, you're talking nonsense, or, you know what I mean, it's like, I don't know, it's, you get to a point and it's like, it takes somebody listening to it to realize maybe what year, I don't know. And, and I'm implying my opinion and uh, I, I don't know, it's, it's a funny, it's just, it is a very- it's amazing though, it's amazing that you can take a, an instrument that is being played by, you know, such a phenomenal musician and listen to how they're playing and then say, Oh, it needs a little bit more there. You need to drive the trebles a bit more. And then you then take that information, you go back to your workshop to start a new build, 
And you're going to have, I mean, I'm assuming this, but you've got those, those things that you're trying to drive through the, the build construction and the tone wood to meet the needs of what you've heard. I mean, that just blows my mind that you actually, and then, you, and then you're going to deliver it and it will have those attributes, is what you're saying. Hopefully. But I mean, that's, you know, Ben, that's what I've done for the last 13 years, you know, working with folk. And, and you know, you get somebody, a classic one. I've got this young player at the moment, a guy called Kyle, great guy. And he first came to the workshop and he was playing and he was like, I love it, I would love it. And I was like, you may love it, but I know I'm not going to build that guitar for you because I can hear that it doesn't do what you want it to do. You know, you love it because it's a, a, a guitar that you picked up and it's like, it, it's lively and it's there, but when you boil it down, it's just, it's not quite what you're after. So now I'm building him something quite different, you know? And it's like, wow. he's, he's agreed and he's played other things and he's listened to things and he's, you know, and that, but that's, that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's what I've always done, you know, that's what I've always, that's my, that's my, my jam. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize, so you're, you're really not afraid then to, so you're, you're, it really is about the musician for you, isn't it? It's about what the, what the play, the guitar, the, that pairing the musician and the guitar together. Yeah, that's, that is what it is, the core of Taron Guitars, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, you know, my playing ability and my, you know, I, I think they're fairly, they're, well, they're rubbish, you know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a guitar player. Um, I, people who come and play my guitars, they are real guitar players, you know. And I, and I listen to them and I go, right, you need, this is for you to be able to get the most out of your playing this is what you need you know and yeah that's yeah totally it's the player is yeah i mean that's absolutely well it's absolutely key you know i mean i love the woodworking and i love the process and i love all those things but the fundamental outcome is that the person who has ordered it or has bought it is over the moon simple as that if I, that's the case then i've done my job well I so. love that. that that for me is is just awesome you're not you know, it, it compromise isn't even in that equation. It's like, no, you've got, he's playing the guitar and you go, no, do you know what? It's just not quite right for you. I'm going to have to do something different to make it <laughs> right for you. Yeah. Um, and, and that leads quite nicely onto the bursary. So, so are you yeah. still doing the young bursary? Yeah, absolutely. We've kind of, we've been held up a bit this year because uh, we are, uh, because their whole country's been in lockdown. Um, but we have, uh, we had a good number of applicants and Kareem Power and Chris and Marr were on the board for, on the panel basically, and they fed back on uh, three finalists and we chose all together and unanimously chose uh, Iona Lane. Um, and she's a phenomenal musician based down in Leeds um, and she has been looking for an instrument for her singer, uh, singing and accompaniment work for, for quite a while. Um, so yeah, we're working with her on that. So literally, she's e we've been emailing today um, to, I must email her back, but she, uh, to get a meeting to, because we haven't met yet, uh, because basically it all, shut down just as it was kicking off so but really really looking forward to that and I think you know what's really interesting about what she's looking for is that again it's something quite different and um, so yeah 
more on that when it happens. Well, again, that's 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 such an amazing thing to put to your, you're putting yourself out there to get one of your instruments into a young artist's hands. And it's not like you could quite easily just go, there's the guitar, good luck. You're gonna actually build a guitar that she, that you believe will assist her as an artist. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, moving forward and something that she can grow with and, you know, and well, you know, you know, I always think a good instrument, it shouldn't just highlight what, what you're good at, it should also help you push further. So it shouldn't get to a point where it hinders you and you have to go and buy someone else. It should grow and, and make you look at things in other ways and all the rest of it. So, yeah, hopefully, I'll be in well. <laughs> so. you're, you're too humble my friend mate that you are really that, that's an incredible thing to do that really is um and what what was it what was the kind of um what made you decide that you wanted to to start this bursary uh i mean we've always done um we've always done a, a kind of young players discount and um but as we get busier and busier and busier and you kind of potentially becomes less accessible to people and I'm kind of these the young players have always been endlessly supportive and I know so many young players and I'm I just kind of I just want to help you know I just want to be able to you know hopefully aid somebody's career uh because at the end of the day music is one of the most important things um, and if I can help in any way, then, then yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's a good thing. I would so. love to get somehow, I'm not sure how we would do it, but when we're out of lockdown, maybe I can come down and visit you with um, Annie and we'll bring the filming and recording gear. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. And my friend Dan Gautreaux's got a studio just up the road. I know, me. it's crazy. It, I can't it's believe so it. weird, like the fact that you were like, do you know a guy called Dan? And I was like, I do. Um, and no, no, that's right. It was the other way around. It was other way around. Dan was on the phone to me and he was like, do you know a guy called Rory and Taron Guitars? I was like, I do know Rory and Taron Guitars. He's like next, my next door neighbor. Um, <laughs> what would be really cool would be to, to see if we, if, if there's a way which we could maybe get a couple of your artists playing those guitars yeah. In and just do a little recording. We could yeah, do some kind of teenage session or something. That'd yeah, be yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm told, uh, if, we're, if we've got enough uh, kind of lead time on it, we could definitely do that, I'm sure. Definitely. That would be fantastic. Well, the one thing that we've got plenty of at the moment with planning trips is lead time. Because amazing. nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> 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 and so, do, do you. Um, do you have a goal for, well, obviously I know how busy you are, but do you, um, do you have a, a goal for how many guitars you try to produce in a year that you keep it in like a sweet spot that you don't go to too many or too few? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, the most important thing is for us to have time to be able to do development stuff. Because if we don't do development stuff, uh, nobody, you know, nothing moves and everything gets stagnant. And so we've got our time to do that. Um, I've got Saki here now, uh, assistant luthier. So he's here full time. And so we're now, oh God, I think we're on. Uh, so 14, 
custom orders and then three or three or four spec builds. So maybe like 17, 18 guitars. Uh, and then obviously we do mandolins as well and bazookis. Um, so there's, yeah, so a couple of those as well. So maybe 20 instruments a year or something like that. So we not a huge so, sorry, say that last bit again. Not, not a huge amount, but you know, it's what we're what we'd never want to do is be so busy that we're we can't ultimately deliver on the thing that we yeah. want to deliver on. You know, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We've got to order a mandolin, especially for Nashville for Kim and Nashville. She oh yeah, yeah, love that. Yeah, well, we could do that definitely. That'd be no problem, no problem at all. Great to have the first Taran uh, mandolin in Nashville. That would, well, yeah. would it be? I don't know. Would it be the first one? Uh, no, I don't. Think, uh, I think in Nashville, but not in America. There's quite a few. There's most of them in, are in America. Um, so yeah, there's about thirty of them now, or 30, I can't remember a lot. Um, and they're um, yeah, they're a great. It's a great build because it's a different build. It's a, we we build them in in kind of lots. Um, so there's it's a really fun build because it's totally different from what we do uh, kind of week to week on 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 guitar stuff. So it's really fast and you know really kind of it's a, just a great great build and then we get to a point and then they all split off and they all get you know the tops are hand tuned and all the rest of it and and then so it slows down but the initial bit is just brilliant it's amazing it's great and that build. must give a nice contrast to when yeah. you're to going from a very intense i can imagine you know building such phenomenal instruments like you do that, that, that the level of detail and the voicing must be quite intense work so to have that yeah. to freedom to then go and build something totally different yeah, it must be totally. great it's, it's, it's great it's really good it's good for good for the workshop morale and it's good to get the workshop really busy like that as well you know because this the this rue this the workshop where i'm at the minute is it's kind of changed massively over the last three years and it, it, the reason it's changed is for us to have more time on the bench so you know you're, you're kind of constantly thinking about how to how to make things faster uh how to how to make things more efficient so that for the things that are really important the voicing the detailing the the, the fundamentals of of building the guitar you've got to get all of the kind of i don't want to call it donkey works it's not donkey work at all you've got to get all of the the thicknessing and all of that yeah, kind of thing yeah, done yeah. as quickly as you can so you can move on to the really important bit so yeah when you do a run of instruments like that it, it, you really learn how the workshop works so you change things in the workshop and that has an effect on how you build the guitars so you know all works is one kind of big thing <laughs> great and, and, and um are you because i've obviously i've not been to your workshop yet but i've seen you know photos and we were talking about doing a workshop tour weren't we yes yeah, whether, yeah. Whether, whether we do it until we start traveling again whether we do it on on, uh, on, on like a zoom call or whatever or don't know how we do it but um yeah. or whether we, when it come down and visit you but i've seen lots of the photos and again annie um who i, I picked her brain whenever i'm talking about tarot guitars um said that it's such a it, it is pristine you know you have it very very immaculate and yeah. do you find that um is is that for because i've seen like a running theme with a lot of luthiers um is they find that that's they're kind of because you spend a lot of time 
alone. It's their sort of, uh, it's how they get inspiration coming into a place where there's lots of space. They can kind of, not necessarily like physical space, but mental space in a way that it's kind yeah. of cluttered. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Oh, no, definitely. I mean, I kind of, I don't know, it's maybe a, this sounds a bit kind of whack, pretentious or whatever, but I kind of think of it like a Michelin restaurant, a Michelin kitchen. You know, you're we're doing stuff that is, you know, it is top of the line. It's got to be as it's got to be. Otherwise, I uh, have to do it again and it takes long. <laughs> so I don't want to do it again. So you're just like, so if the workshop is tidy and everything's got place and there's no dust everywhere, then the guitar in theory should be really tidy and no dust anywhere and, and right, you know, and I think it's a kind of, <clears throat> I don't know, it's a bit of a, um, yeah, it's just, a, it's just really important for my, my brain to walk into the workshop and be, okay, cool. I go to that bench and I know that that's there and I'm going to do this job and that's going to be great and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm not going to be like scrambling around trying to find stuff and hoovering up and you know what I mean? It's just like uh, it's a um, uh, you want to get into that zen flow. I yeah, I get it. <laughs> I, know, I absolutely get that. I, I, I can only imagine but yeah, very much so. Um, again, speaking with someone like Isaac was who was Isaac Jang the other day and did a podcast yeah. with him. Just love that guy. Um, <laughs> and uh, and he's he's um, and again we were referencing Ted Astrand and just yeah you know wow. the, the cleanliness of his his lines and his, his instruments. But you know and then you see how his workshop and yours and his workshop have got a very similar kind of yeah. feel to it. And Isaac was saying that he put a picture up of Ted's workshop and was like, "That's what I'm aspiring to." I want to. <laughs> And I can I can totally get that that Zen because the work is so detailed, and uh, you know there is no room for error. No. So I can imagine that it needs to be calm, quiet, um, and you need to not be scrabbling. You need to know where things are almost subconsciously just picking things off. Yeah. To get to yeah. What you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's finally got to that. You know, it's only taken seven years and in it. <laughs> no, but you know, I mean, my first one show was tiny. It was like the size of, I don't know. I mean, it was tiny. So, and, and you can do it. You know, you don't need a huge workshop to do it. You don't need all these machines. You don't need, you know, you, you don't need the racks of wood that I've got behind me. You don't, you know, but what you, you get to is, it is that thing to make this efficient, to, to be able to put the, the very best that you can put out. You get to the point you're like, right, I need a spray room. Right, I need I need the compressor. The comp I need a dryer for the comp I need a but and but 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 and before you know it, you've got two hundred square meters or whatever the workshop is of of lots and lots of stuff <laughs> yeah but, and also you know you it's just you're just investing in your business you're just investing in your yeah, brand and, and everything you've got you know as i'm looking behind you at all of that beautiful wood inventory you know that that's your investment that's yeah absolutely you know, materials and if you don't have that you can't uh, you can't deliver and you can't going back to the thing that you need as an artist because at the end of the day you are an artist is that creative freedom to be able to say you know what, I'm going to try that model and I'm going to try that set of wood and it might work, it might not work, but I'm going to, I just need that headspace to do that. And that yeah. will feed back into being inspired to come into work every day to then work on something that you might, might be the third guitar in the same set of 
homewards, you know, but because you've had that creative freedom, because you've got that stuff to be in it, you're still inspired, you know, so you're yeah, always yeah. happy to, you know, you know, inspire yourself uh, with, with with what you're doing and what you're building, and you know, lucky people like me just get to to play them before they go off uh, to their new homes, inspect them, and get to be, become friends with you guys. It's uh, it's um, I feel that I've got the best job in the world to be honest with you. Um, but uh, so, so this year, obviously, I know you've been you're, you're so busy. Um, do you ever have any plans to take a a little break, just a bit of time off, or yeah, I mean, we... Um, and do you try and do that? Do you try and routine that in your life? Do you say, I'm going to work... Because like, I'm like Jason, he's a very intense... Work, he'll go like, I'm going to intensely work in this block. And yeah. he, he will work crazy hours. And then he'd go, right, I'm having my time off. Yeah, do you yeah. try and do a similar thing to that? Or, or I, I mean, I don't... So I don't work on the weekends. I haven't done for a long time. And I kind of refuse to ever work on the weekends because it's my time. Um, but I, yeah, I like to... I like to basically work, work, you know, week on week. And then if we're going to take time off, take a good lot of time off. So last year, for example, we took a month off um which was incredible and the first time that we've actually done that 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 amount of time um and i think with zaki here now that kind of thing will be more more achievable because he'll be able to run the workshop um and i'll be able to go and then vice versa i'll be able to run the workshop and he'll be able to go and and i think that space that time away is so important it oh god yeah uh, you know, I come back from, we go to the west coast of Scotland a lot, and I came back last September, and literally my head was just brimming with, with stuff that I wanted to do, which I've managed to do a lot of this year, you know. So, there, I mean, it speaks for itself. You've got to get away. It's very easy in guitar making to just do it. That's all you do. You, you work from eight in the morning until nine at night, and that's what you do. And because it is a... Um, it, it, it's a really labor-intensive business, you know. It, it is what that's what it is. So if you don't cap that before you know it, you're yeah, you're headlong into stupid hours. And you know, I used to uh, we used to live where the workshop is now, and I basically I kind of I got to the point where it's like I have to move away. We need to buy a house away from the workshop because. I need to stop working at some point in a day and when I'm when you work by your workshop well certainly I do um I, I'm just at work I don't stop I go and I have dinner and I come back and I do another few hours and then it's half 11 at night and then you go to bed and you get up at eight and you do it all over again and you're like this isn't the point <laughs> so you know yeah. I, that work-life balance is is in any any business that you run for yourself as you know it it's really difficult but massively oh, hard. yes yeah it's hard to get that work-life balance yeah. um but it's um i think i mean I, I i especially for the creative industry um and very labor intensive industry that you're in I can totally get that you need to have a good chunk of time um, to, to again for that for wanting to come back. Like I know whenever you know whenever I drop, whenever I go away, if I go away on holiday with my with my family, you're you're I can't, after a bit away for about a week. I'm 
I can't wait to get back. Yeah. You know, not, 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 I can't wait to get back and not be with my Hollywood family. No, no. I, my wife listens to this, she's going to kill me. No, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, just, you, 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 have, you have that space for your mind to get creative and to think of exciting things to do and how to grow and, you know, what, you know, new exciting projects. And then when you come back, you're just, you're fired up again. Whereas if you're confident, yeah, yeah. you know, you just need that space. I can only imagine what it must be like for, uh, someone in, like, say, a creative and labour-intensive role that your your brain's ticking away in the background, and then when you're like, oh yeah, when I get back, I'm going to really have a go at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, totally. I'm going to actually do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Rory, it's just you, you, you've brightened up my. Uh, well, not the news brightening up because it's about 30 degrees outside. <laughs> I, I, you can see by my pale complexion, I've not been outside. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it, you just made my day. It's really great to finally uh, catch up. I'm, I love these Zoom calls because I, in a way, I wish we were doing them years ago because just seeing somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So great. I mean, yeah, so this is definitely something that I'm going to continue to do because it's just a great way to check in and hear what you're up to and what you're building. And, um, well, I think, we, I think I might have narrowed down one guitar. <laughs> I'm gonna do it in my head. Think, yeah, okay. I'm, I, I think I might have. Uh, I want to pronounce it right. Orville. Orville. Yes. Very good. Get in. Um, in Clara Walnut. I think. I mean, did you say Redwood or not? Maybe yeah. Redwood. Tunnel. 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 Redwood. Um, mate. Listen. Take care. Thanks so much for stopping in. And uh, yes. Have a lovely weekend. Yeah. And, you uh, too. Give my best to Annie and everybody else. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you soon, mate.
Take care. Cheers, mate.